Hey guys, I hope you're having an amazing, beautiful, positive day. I am sending you so much love and peaceful, balanced energy. I know it's been some time since I've been on here. And if you guys hear my cat in the background, she is a little cray cray today. So she might try and interrupt. But we have a very special episode today because I have with me um, a divine masculine that I'm going to be interviewing. So let's bring him on here. Russell, are you there? Hey, I'm here. Yay. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? I am wonderful. We have a beautiful day in New York. Where are you located in the world? I am in Houston, Texas, and we also have a beautiful, beautiful day this today. So uh, I'm feeling good. I had a nice little workout. Yeah, I love that. Same. Same. So I'm so grateful for you for being here. Honestly, like, I think that the feminines have so many questions for the masculines. And this is just like the best opportunity for us to kind of hear your perspective on things and kind of what you go through as a masculine. So thank you so much on behalf of all the feminines. Thank you, Mish. I uh, am honored and Super grateful as well to be on your show. And uh, yeah, I look forward to the conversation we're going to have. Yeah, let's get right into this. So we had some questions kind of planned. So let's get right into that first question. Um, What started your Divine Masculine journey? That's a great question. And uh, to make a long story short, I went through what is called a dark night of the soul. So what that felt like to me was basically losing everything. I mean, I don't just mean material things like money, my job, my car, which I did lose. But it also felt like I was losing my mind. Right. And the essence of what made me a man. Mm. Essentially, I lost my divine power. I forgot my purpose in life. Mm. At, At some point, I even stopped loving myself. Wow. Which led to me rediscovering who I am. Right. So I was in a toxic relationship mostly because I didn't even know what a healthy relationship was or looked like, even though deep down, that's what I wanted. Right. But it was through this pain and suffering that I found a way out and I lost myself. But through that darkness, I found my higher self. I love that. Yeah, that's that's really what happens, you know, even for the feminines on this spiritual journey. It's like we come into this human experience and we are so programmed to like forget who we are as a soul. And so there's like always going to be this catalyst moment that's really something that kind of shakes us and completely throws us into like the darkest place we could have ever found ourselves, you know. And I, we have talked, we talked about that before about like losing everything. Like I, myself, I like lost everything. I like literally had nothing. Um, And it's really hard for us to hold on to that like 3D reality human experience where you just wake up and go to work and do all these normal things when your whole world is like crumbling around you. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So that relationship was your catalyst moment and you know, myself, I had, you know, a twin flame dynamic that was my catalyst as well that pushed me onto my healing journey. So that's amazing. And it's so good to hear that from 
you know, the masculine perspective, because I think a lot of us feminines don't not a lot of us feminines as per se, like myself, but a lot of feminines don't realize that the masculines also go through that dark night of the soul period where everything falls apart and they feel crazy and they lose everything and they lose themselves. So for us to have like a lot more compassion for you guys as well on your journey, just knowing that you go through a similar experience as us. Right, right. No, I think uh, sometimes we have to go through the dark times Mm -hmm. in order to find ourselves and uh, suffering is a part of life. You know, it's one of the best teachers. Mm, Absolutely. Absolutely. So can you give us kind of an idea of what a divine masculine is? Absolutely. So in order to understand what a divine masculine is, you, in my mind, I feel like you have to understand what a divine masculine is not. Mm. So a divine masculine to me is not a hostile or violent man Mm. definitely not an immature or misogynistic type of person this is more what you call the shadow masculine right so those the shadow masculine tends to be more of like a narcissistic type of person a a divine masculine is not a bully he's not a coward either Mm. the shadow masculine tends to be passive aggressive versus just being assertive when they communicate so that's what a divine masculine is not what a divine masculine is to me is a man who follows his intuition Mm. a man who serves as a nurturing leader a man that can be a guide for others Mm. he knows where he is knows where he wants to go and knows how to get there. A divine masculine is there to guide his woman moment by moment, but not to be her therapist, more like to be her wake-up call. Mm. He has a deep sense of direction. He's self-disciplined and not easily distracted. He is also aware of how to balance his spine and heart. If a man is too confident, he can come off as cocky, And if a man is too sensitive, he can come off as weak. So when he's in the middle and balanced, he is confident, but yet nurturing. Mm. That pretty much sums up like what I think a divine masculine looks like. I love that because, you know, I want people to understand how we as the opposite sex or, you know, as, you know, the opposite energy, we attract in how we feel about ourselves so these feminines that are attracting in a masculine that is not in his power is because there's lessons that are you know you're here to learn from that masculine in order for you to come into your higher self and then attract somebody who is also in their higher self so divine masculine right that is like the higher version of the masculine and um, same thing as the feminine like lower con lower consciousness state of a feminine is you know the insecure, the controlling, the, you know, overly emotional, imbalanced, uh, feminine. And so we really attract how we feel about ourselves. And so I'm glad that you can kind of tell people what the divine masculine is, and then also what the divine masculine isn't just so that they know kind of what are they attracting in, in a partner? Like where, like, where is that, you know, where are they attracting that person in? 
No, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I also want to mention that a lot of the stuff we are going to be speaking or talking about today applies to both men and women. Right. Although, like, I'll be focusing more on the male divine masculine. Right. And men, it's also important that we are aware that both masculine and feminine energies are within us all. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, as a feminine, like, the feminine side of us is like our nurturing and caring side. It's like the love and the heart, like you had said. And, um, you know, a lot of feminines are very kind of, they're, they're not controlled in their emotional state. So being that we're so all over the place in our emotions, we need to have that. Well, we don't need, but it's nice to have that solid masculine energy to kind of ground us in this physical experience. And that's something that I've noticed within my divine masculine you know and my partner he's very grounded in this physical experience and i'm very in the ethers and all over the place so he kind of grounds me here and we really balance each other out because of that that's beautiful Mm -hmm. so the next question was what does a divine feminine look like to the divine masculine right so what a divine feminine looks like to me so Back to like what I was saying just a second ago, we both have that feminine and masculine, but what I'm describing here is more like the female Mm. side. So to me, what that looks like is a woman who allows, uh, allows her man to take control and lead. Mm. When I say take control, I don't mean like in an abusive way. So also a woman who knows like how to fuel a man's confidence at the same time confront him about anything negative that might be going on so like a woman who can build her man up and make him feel needed yes i also want to add that the divine feminine energy can also look chaotic wild undisciplined Mm -hmm. prone to change her mind that's what you know when men talk about like oh my lady can't make up her mind on where to eat (laughs) that's that's a perfect example of that But believe it or not, this energy is very healing to the divine masculine Mm. man and is they're attracted to that more than a woman who is balanced. Mm. Wow. Well, I always know where to eat. So (laughs) (laughs) I honestly never have that problem ever. (laughs) (laughs) For real. But no, that makes perfect sense. And I think, well, I am going to do a podcast on soft power because I really want feminine, you know, most of my audience is you know, feminine energies or, or sorry, female, um, looking for a masculine or a male. Um, and there's this soft power that the feminine has where, you know, again, like the hierarchy thing that you talk about, um, I, I see a lot of marriages falling apart because the mother puts the children before the relationship. And this falls apart because as a man or as the masculine, they require, you know, to be that head of the household. Um, And a lot of female or, you know, feminine energies are in that masculine energy trying to do everything. And they kind of take position of what the masculine is there to, you know, have his role as. Right. Yeah. And that's so funny that you say uh, we're prone to change our mind because, you know, I always say like, I'm so emotional that if I, want to change plans it's because in the time of changing the plans it's because i'm feeling a certain type of way (laughs) no yeah no that makes perfect sense Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
So the next question we had here is, why do you think women are in their masculine? Hmm. Let's see. Why are women in their masculine? First, uh, I would like to say that there is nothing wrong with a woman being in her masculine. Mm. That's her choice. Right. There are times where she might need to be in her masculine. Right. But part of the reason why women have become more masculine is because women have become more independent. There's nothing wrong with women being independent, but it also cuts off that interdependence that a relationship needs. So when women are more in their masculine and men are more in their feminine, it throws off that natural balance to the opposite polarity. Mm. And we repel each other versus attract, you know? Right. Right. There's like a harmony. Exactly. Which can turn into like a vicious cycle of cause and effect, Mm. you know? Yeah. So the better men get at not being swayed off their center or staying focused on their purpose, I think the more they can attract the divine feminine and also help create more divine feminine women. Because the divine feminine, one thing that awakens the divine masculine is the divine feminine energy and vice versa. Absolutely. Yes. That's like our catalyst. (laughs) Right. And if think about it like this, if a woman can do what a man can do, then why does she need a man? Mm, Yes, 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 yes. That is so powerful. So powerful. I had written down, remember last time we spoke, it was, I said, women are pushing men out of positions in their life based on the fact that they feel they need to do everything on their own. Bingo. Mm. And Yeah, men men just want to feel wanted, needed, and useful. I remember we talked about that last time we spoke too. Yes, and you know, that's That's one thing that I, in my session work, like, I think a lot of the people that I work with there, they miss that. And it's not even the people that I work with. It's most of humanity, the the feminines I work with, they miss that understanding of like what a man actually needs. So I'm so glad that you are bringing that up. It's that men want to feel needed. They want to feel wanted. They want to feel appreciated. They want to feel useful to us. Yes. You know, so I always am encouraging of, you know, people to make sure that they're telling their partner how much they feel appreciated by them, you know, even in the smallest of things, you know, and I think a lot of people are not used to hearing how somebody is a, you know, how somebody appreciates them. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And uh, we don't, uh, we get into relationships and we take our partners for granted, you know, Mm -hmm. And that's what ends up happening. Absolutely. And the other thing is, you know, that feminine energy is to be receiving. So, you know, um, doing things like when a man feels like he can do things for the feminine, and we don't have to do it ourselves or that we need them like, oh, something as small as like opening up the jar for them. It's like, that's like a man feels like he's in his role when he's doing those things, you know? Exactly. And that's what it's all about. That's exactly what I'm speaking about right now. Right. So the other thing that we had um, put to uh, written to talk, talk about is the programmed toxic masculinity, because, you know, right now, um, humanity, you know, the masculine energy is being kind of threatened by this programming to be in more of a toxic masculine energy within the self. 
So can you maybe touch a little bit on that? Because I know we were talking about that last time. It's an interesting conversation. Of course. So, yeah, let's get into it. What is emasculation? So to make a man feel less male by taking away his power and confidence. Mm. That's what emasculation is. Mm. It's to make a man feel weak or less effective. Uh, I also want to add that there is nothing wrong with a man being in touch with his divine feminine energy as a male. Right. Uh, We should be in touch with our emotions. We should be nurturing. We should... uh, we can like to go to like the spa. I know like every now and then I like to go get my petty, you know what I mean? <laughs> so important. <laughs> but we love that. The feminists yeah. love that. <laughs> exactly. I think the problem starts when you start to identify as a woman. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, and they literally brainwash us to think this way through movies, the news, TV, music. Music, exactly. Mm -hmm. When a man is emasculated, he becomes passive. He doesn't take responsibility. Wow. And he doesn't step into his power. Right. And this is this is what's happening. We are living in a toxic masculine society Mm. that has an agenda to emasculate the man. Absolutely. And we all know what that leads to and what that looks like. Conquering, slavery, Mm. genocide, police brutality. Mm. These are the results of that toxic masculine society. They're literally also putting things into our food and water, Mm. like this chemical called atrazine that turns literally men into females. Wow. So, yeah, no, it's a it's a big issue. Yeah. uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, it's a it's just I was just going to say that uh, it's an issue that we're dealing uh, with in this country and I'm sure all over the world. Yeah. Um, but in this country specifically, what they do to us through the media and our food and water. But what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say like, you know, in the the females, the pregnancies, you know, um, you know, it's, it starts in the womb, right? So these foods that women are ingesting, these chemicals we're spraying around, cleaning our houses with, you know, my soul came in here super sensitive. And so I really feel the resistance of, of chemicals and things. And I, and I can really feel when things are not good for us. Um, you know, the air fresheners, all these things that we're ingesting are, you know, affecting the babies that are being born, you know, and even causing infertility in some women. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, a lot of the foods we eat here, are very toxic. Mm-hmm. Even uh, the baby foods that we get, mm-hmm. I heard I have like heavy metals in them and stuff like that. So no, we are. Yeah. That's it's scary. <laughs> it's it, it can be very scary. So we just got to be mindful and uh, take our power back, you know, start growing our own foods or uh, shopping through like uh, local mm. or yeah, doing whatever we can to do our part to make sure that yeah, we're not helping them because there's definitely an agenda. Absolutely. And that, and that you know, you saying, you know, that, you know, most of humanity is in the, the, the program Toxic Masculinity. And so it's really rare. And I'm going to say this. It's very rare to see a man in his power. And you can really feel that energy. Like as a feminine, you know, it was a whole journey for me to get here to be in my power. So to see and feel and know 
it's like you know right away when a man is in his power you feel safe in his energy you feel protected there's no kind of creepy vibe or ulterior motive you know I feel safe enough to let my guard down um, and it's just a knowing that you have when you're in your higher state of yourself that when you meet a man in the higher state of himself it's like so rare to find it but that's why I'm so glad we're having this conversation and it's so great that you're out doing the work you do because you're inspiring other men to come into their power Absolutely. That's what it's all about. And I want to just say that you give off the same energy, the divine feminine energy. I told I think I told you this before. I wouldn't feel comfortable with doing this interview with just anyone because I am being vulnerable. I am being open and uh, you make me feel really comfortable. So I appreciate you for that. Well, I appreciate you, too. So this this is what it is. Ladies listening. This is the soft power, you know, and, and I think before we were talking about how you know, you had mentioned that it's the masculine's job. And then I actually said, I believe it's the feminine job because the feminines are here to be, you know, we're more emotional beings, right? So as masculines or men have been so shut off to their emotional body for so long, that's in the programming of toxic masculinity, we are here and we're already in that space of emotion, right? We're emotional beings, us females, more so than masculine. Um, and that we actually have to find that balance within ourselves, really controlled, balanced, harmonious within ourselves in order for us to be in that soft power energy for you to then feel safe to open yourselves up to us. And this is something I've been talking about on my podcast for a while. So this is the perfect example of how it works. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that because it's just, you know, it's just uh, proving my, my work here. Yes, beautifully said. And I feel like uh, as a man, I just want to step up and take responsibility. But uh, in reality, I think uh, we, we both have to empower each other. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And I think, you know, that starts with us empowering ourselves first. And then it's just uh, life just becomes so different when you're in your power. <laughs> <sighs> absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about this. How, how would one awaken their divine masculine? Perfect. So let's see here. I believe that in order to awaken your divine masculine, you have to live beyond your edge. What does that mean? How does, how does that look? We are all aware of what we fear and what we are capable of. And to awaken that divine power, you must step into the unknown and face your fears. Mm. When I say face your fears, I mean, go after the things for you, that are for your highest good and that will benefit you long term. So know your fears and go beyond them. Right. Um, I also made a list here. So, guys, you want to get your pen and paper yes. out and <laughs> <laughs> make, you know, take notes because... Uh, yeah, here's a little list that I also want to add that some of these things on the list can apply to the divine feminine as well. Mm. And it's not just the divine masculine, but I made this one specifically for the guys. All right. So number one, I'm going to go with uh, heal the relationship with your father. When we heal the relationship with our parents, it definitely affects all the other relationships we have with everyone else. 
So, and, and feel free to jump in and, you know, uh, add to this anytime you feel like. Sure, for sure. Um, number two is unblock your chakras. Uh, there are many ways you can do this. I suggest uh, heading over to YouTube University and yeah, <laughs> looking some ways so up. Good. Yeah. Number three would be letting go of limiting beliefs. Mm. I think my favorite way to do this is affirmations. Right. So can I just, can I jump in on that one real quick? Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I kept getting a channeled message today. So interesting about immortality. And, you know, a lot of us, we, well, not a lot of us, sorry, I always say that, but it's because I'm a freaking Aquarius rising sign. So I just think everything is one. <laughs> so I talk to like us, like we're all together. Um, but so, you know how in our video games and movies and stuff, they talk about immortality and like you get to a certain level in the video game where like you become immortal because you've like passed all these levels and like you beat all these these creatures and things and then you become immortal at a certain level in the game and that's actually what happens in this human experience here is like for us to remember who we are as infinite beings we are immortal and what stands in the way those lessons are those limiting beliefs so what we are telling ourselves keeping us in fear and to remove all of the fear is to you know, come into our immortality, really, that I could pass away right now and be in another dimension that I'm an infinite being. Oh, 100%. <laughs> we are infinite, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We are just here in this temporary physical reality for right now. Right. Um, let's see, number four is going to be workout. So we all know, you know, moving your body, getting rid of that toxic energy, working out is crucial. So important. It's the reason why I went and worked out this morning. Yes, it's 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 the best way to start your day, like for real. Yeah, absolutely. So number five uh, is get out into nature. Mm. I think we can all agree that nature is very healing. Yes. Uh, number six is yoga. So... No lie. Yoga, like, saved my life when wow. I was in depression. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, I, I see when I go to yoga till this day, I see, like, more women than men. And I want to just call out the men right now and tell <laughs> them they need to be getting into yoga and doing more yoga. I want to see more guys doing yoga. Um, number seven is find someone you can provide for, serve, or share with. I want to remind uh, everyone that there's always someone less fortunate or just someone that's wanting to learn the knowledge that you have and yeah. sharing that, whether it's making TikToks or podcasts, there's always someone we can be helping out. <clears throat> Number eight is going to be be intentional and live with purpose. I mean, this is what the divine masculine masculine is all about. Right. Uh, and, which leads me to number nine which is plan everything and have a strategy. Mm. So I noticed that the feminine energy likes when a man has everything planned. Yes. <laughs> that's like the one thing that I tell my boo. I'm like, that's so hot. I don't know. Like when you like have, like you handle shit, like you handle business. I don't know. As a feminine, I'm like that you do that. Like I, that's so good. Like that's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. That's big time part of the divine masculine energy. Mm -hmm. uh, number 10 would be sem uh, semen retention. Mm. So 
yeah, we I can make a whole podcast alone just on this. Well, let's talk uh, about that for a second because I just watched a documentary. Sorry, I just interrupted you, but I just watched a documentary yesterday about how the porn uh, porn is um, trapping souls. It's basically you know, keeping people in very low, low consciousness state, having these really unhealthy understandings of relationships and the opposite sex and consent and all these things. And this is a great opportunity to touch on the subject because I think this is a very important subject. Oh, yes. So you're you want to be holding in your semen because it is literally your life force. Mm-hmm. Yes. And whenever you watch porn, you are basically conditioning yourself to be impulsive and react when you when you don't when you practice no fat mm. your ability to not react improves mm. instead of uh going for instant gratification you're holding off for that long term which is so much more fulfilling and yeah That's but uh yeah. yeah no and I, sorry, I just interrupted you again, but this documentary, you guys, if you're interested, very interesting. It's Life with Lisa Ling, that super awesome Asian journalist um, who I like aspire to be. Um, she she interviewed all these young men and, you know, teenagers. They, they have this group called NoFap, actually. And, um, and they're all talking about their porn addictions. And so, you know, really understanding that, like, this is something that's so damaging to, you know, the soul and the spirit because it's making people, again, like you said, have these impulsive, you know, kind of like a slave to this fantasy world that doesn't even really exist. And these understandings of like sex and relationships in such a, you know, not, a, not in a healthy way is basically what I'm trying to say. So that's so great that you mentioned that because yes, I think that we can control ourselves can be celibate you can take your time and get to know somebody before jumping into bed with them these are all very important things um and yeah i should do a podcast on that uh someday maybe i'll invite you back on and we can talk about those things too absolutely that'd be a great idea and i mean you can just ask yourself as a man you know when you're done doing your thing how do you feel afterwards right because i'm pretty sure it's not good mm. you know you feel guilt and shame and just disgusting so not only that but you're giving away your power right like when you watch what would you rather do you know be natural have someone there in in, you know in person with you or watch someone else do what you would want to be doing yourself Mm. so yeah no we could definitely touch on this and go dive deeper yeah for sure um number 11 though is become disciplined so I'm a big believer that discipline equals freedom. Right. And self-discipline equals self-love. Mm. So absolutely, discipline is huge. Well, that's that's right from your last I talk, exactly, last exactly. topic of, you know, they, <laughs> no fat. They, they kind of tie in together. Right. So number 12 is love yourself and... Make a list of reasons why you love yourself. I did this the other day, and I felt like it worked wonders for me. So definitely be uh, aware of that. Um, number 13 so, I'm is... so sorry, Russell. Can I jump in real quick again? Absolutely. Come on. <laughs> love yourself is so important. And I think people, 
when they don't know how to love themselves, you know, it's all starts with self-acceptance, literally just to love every part of yourself, even the part of the parts of yourself that you're not proud of understanding that they've been a part of your journey up until this point. And if you want, you know, to better your life that, you know, you do that by loving yourself, you start doing that by seeing the things that are holding you back, seeing the things that are not working for you, creating a resistance in your life, and you lovingly change those things. And it's fully in a self acceptance of who you are in this very now moment. And that's how we can move forward. Absolutely. And uh, I just want to add that, like, self love isn't like selfish. It's not a bad thing, Mm. you know, like, it's very important and you can even feel it when you uh when you run across somebody who know who loves themselves they just have this energy that you know attracts absolutely so let's see back to where we were at which is number 13 is raise your testosterone and this goes back to what we were talking about just a second ago about how they put stuff in our food and water yes um i'm guarantee that the majority of men have low testosterone mm-hmm. and they don't even know it. So find a natural way to raise it, whether that's through herbs or exercise, but we want to make sure that we're checking our levels of testosterone and raising it if we need be. Right. Um, number 14 is uh, spend time alone uh, and also with other men. So I think, men find their vision in solitude. Mm. So it's very important that we, we make time for ourselves. I know that the majority of the time I'm by myself Mm -hmm. and this is how I've gotten the chance to be like, so focused on myself and self-discipline is because I just cut out distractions. Right. So yeah, no, being by yourself is huge, but at the same time, when the time is right, uh, you want to surround yourself with men that are going to challenge you mm-hmm. and push you to become your best and highest version of yourself. Absolutely. So both of those are very important. Mm-hmm. I, I feel so for the feminine as well. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, I'm going to go with meditation. Mm. So... A lot of times when I feel unbalanced, I feel like a good meditation always helps me center myself. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And I think we should all be practicing meditation. Yes. Yeah. Both for everyone in general. It helps raise the, you know, the consciousness of uh, and the vibration of here on uh, on earth in this world when we all meditate. Absolutely. And in. You know, and because we live in uh, this 3D matrix and the system has, you know, such a quick, fast paced things. You know, I live in New York. Everything is like so crazy and stimulated all the time. We're constantly, you know, we wake up and our phones are in our face and there's just a constant stimulation from the minute we wake up to the minute we go to bed. And a lot of people have a really hard time understanding why they're anxious all the time. They're overthinking, they're stressed, they're worried. Um, you know, they can't control themselves, you know, it's really because we're constantly being stimulated, and we actually have to teach ourselves how to be in harmony, how to stop, you know, moving and and slow down and be present in our now moment. And through meditation, it's a great way to learn that. Yes. 
And uh, I mean, I've been practicing meditation for maybe just about two years mm-hmm. now. So it's, it hasn't been a very long time. But uh, in those two years that I have, my life has changed so much just from meditating alone, not to mention, you know, everything else that wow. has been going on. I'm not much of a meditator. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I need to get into and med- it. So, so I want to, I want to be real with you. Meditation doesn't mean just sitting down and closing your eyes. Mm. We all meditate in many different ways. Okay. Great. So, yeah. When we meditate, I also mean like when we go for a jog, that can be your meditation. Mm. When you get your cup of coffee and you sit on the porch and enjoy, you know, your morning before you start your day, that can be a meditation. Oh, okay. So I when meditate I, every day. You meditate. Everybody <laughs> every meditates. <day. laughs> yeah. We all meditate. So it's just, you know, the meditation of form of like breathing exercise mm. is what most people think when we talk about meditation. Right. And I think that can be probably one of the most beneficial ways, but there are many ways we meditate. Right. Okay. That's great to know that because yes, I be, I get my coffee every day and I'm present in my moment and I, yes, I'm, so I'm meditating to some extent every day. Um, and that has, you know, that's another thing that I will touch on again, when you, when you talk about being alone, it's like, that is why it is so important for us to be alone because we learn our own thoughts and when you're when you're somebody that's constantly being around people or being stimulated throughout your day, how are you to tell what are your thoughts or what are manipulated thoughts by outside energies? So to be alone is like the most important thing for us to really gain control of our thoughts and really learn the self. And that's how we come into our higher state of ourselves, you know, divine feminine, divine masculine. It's that we spend that time alone where we learn ourselves. 100% agree. So like some of the best ideas that I have come from when I go for a morning walk, mm. I go for a jog, sometimes a walk. And some of my greatest ideas or epiphanies just come to me when I'm alone and I'm taking that walk. And to me, that is a form of meditation. Mm. Yes, that's like me every day at the gym. I'm like, I get so many downloads of information. And I'm just like constantly creating when I'm there, you know, Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So do you have any last things you want to say? I'm so grateful for you for being here. I wanted to give you an opportunity to also plug yourself, your social media, your TikTok. How can people reach out to you? Yeah, no, of course. So if anybody would like to reach out to me, I am on Instagram at the art of humility. Mm-hmm. And I'm also on TikTok where me and Nish met Mm -hmm. and that is at 333 Russell so I talk about all kinds of stuff I'm more active on TikTok Mm -hmm. than I am Instagram I just feel like the community that I have uh, that I've come across on TikTok uh, is more on like the same page that my community on Instagram I feel like I don't know TikTok to me might be the most uh spiritual social media mm. out. yeah that's just positive, an observation right it's very positive on there yeah no for sure i feel it yeah because there's like this weird vibe with instagram like i feel like there's so much resistance on that platform for some reason yeah and, no. and so when i went to tiktok i mean i started my tiktok in december and it took off overnight and so it's because so many people on there are seeking those kind of th- those answers spiritual stuff so 
Exactly. Yeah. So feel free to reach out to me there. We can connect. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just wanted to say thank you so much for, again, for giving me this opportunity and inviting me onto your podcast because this has allowed me to step into my divine masculine and you challenged me and I came here and I hope I delivered. Yes, you did. Oh my God. I'm so grateful because, you know, I know that the feminines listening are going to be like, yes, okay. And now ladies listening, um, you can attract a divine masculine and you will know when you attract a divine masculine. Um, and I think that we have to understand again, that we are attracting what we feel about ourselves. So really working on ourselves to come into our highest potential within ourselves is going to align you with somebody who's in their power as well. So thank you so much, Russell, for being here. Thank you for being a part of my podcast. I really hope you start your own podcast so that, you know, you're kind of helping others along their journey. It really opens up so many doors and it's such a great way to kind of be your own therapist like it's like you're just venting almost and you just feel like you're letting out so much energy and kind of releasing it and transmuting it so it would be really cool for you to start your own podcast absolutely and I'm glad you mentioned that um I am working on the podcast right now I'm try still trying to come up with a name for it but uh I'll be talking about all things like this spirituality divine masculine and feminine energies and just everything so I'll make sure to invite you and you're going to be my first guest. That when would I get be great. Oh my God. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. All right. Well, I hope everybody listening and Russell, I hope you guys have an amazing, beautiful, positive day. If you guys are interested in personal sessions with me, you know, I offer those. You can DM me on Instagram or TikTok. Um, my TikTok is feels with me. And I'm just so grateful. My podcast uh, community has grown so much over the past short little while. And I just am so grateful for that. So thank you so much, everybody for being here. Thank you, Russell, for being here. And I hope you have an amazing, beautiful, positive day. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And same to you. I hope you have an amazing day as well. All right. It's always a great time when we link. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We will talk soon. All right.